so many times when Brian and I have prayed, especially when we're like disgruntled with one another. Oh yeah. Like one of us would be like, we need to pray. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and thank God, thank yes. God that we're like that, honestly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because there's been so many times when like, we'll be like, fine. Like I'm like, fine. And I shut my eyes like with an attitude, yes. like ready to pray. Yeah. And we pray. And at the end of the prayer, my heart is malleable. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, honey. Yeah, she usually I wasn't cries. being kind. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Growing with the Neras. I am Sonia Nira. And I'm Brian Nira. And we're on a journey to learn and grow with you in the areas of faith, purpose, and relationship. Yes, and on today's episode of Growing with the Neras, we are going to be talking about the most essential keys to a successful marriage. Now, disclaimer, we are, we've are we been married for four years, and so <laughs> we're still learning and we're still growing, yes. but we have had a lot of amazing people who have been married for many, many, many years, such as my parents, who've been married for over 40 years, wow. um, you know, so a lot into our lives. We have another uh, couple that are mentors of ours uh, that have been married 30 plus years. Faith and Steve. Yep, Faith and yeah. Steve Dickey. And then we've also had the opportunity to um, attend a number of marriage seminars uh, through Family Life, uh, focus on the family's uh, family life. And they've just been amazing resources for us in our marriage as we have um, embarked on this journey. Yeah. So, I mean, just echoing that sentiment, this podcast is about learning and growing together. And so we're not experts on these topics, Mm. but we can discuss them. We can share our tidbits and how certain things have helped us or not helped us. And, you know, this is just a community for us to learn and grow together. So starting off, Brian, what would you say is some essential keys? In no particular order. Um, I think it's really important for us to kind of distinguish between practical and spiritual. Yeah. Um, And I think the first most important thing uh, that a couple can do together is really pray and seek the Lord together. I think it's important that you have... Uh, times within your relationship that you have set aside to be able to pray for your future, pray over your purpose, pray over your destiny. And, you know, this is, a. I think it's really important to understand that from season to season within your marriage, it'll look different. Yeah. And like we talked about in episodes um, before, it's important for us to realize that marriage happens in seasons. And so like, Having seasonal resets, even in the area of prayer and seeking God together is so important. Like when we first got married, we were able to pray so much together. Yeah, we prayed so much and we read, we read scripture every morning today together. And, you know, that's changed after having kids. And we literally just had another seasonal reset where we are reprioritizing prayer Yes. Um, just because we're navigating learning how to do two kids. Yes. And so it was like, okay, there's a grace period. Now it's time to get a system in place to exactly. prioritize To prioritize again. it again. And so I think that is so important. Making prayer, making seeking God together, like the most important thing that you guys do. Because really what happens, so <laughs> it's okay. It's a reminder feeding, to feed, feed my son. Baby. Um <laughs> Because really what it becomes for you in your marriage is it becomes the compass that helps you continue journeying on in the right direction. And so when your compass is aligned, one of the things that, you know, people do with compasses is that and like, okay, let me use another example for us modern day 
uh, people, a GPS system. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You put a destination in your GPS, and the moment that you're going off course, you know, it, it redirects you, it alerts you and redirects you that you're going in the wrong direction and we're recoursing you so that you can go in the right direction. I think that's what prayer does. Yeah. I think that's what, you know, seeking God together does in our lives is it helps us understand like what the right direction in our life is. You know, there's a scripture that your dad always prays mm. um, over us and over their marriage and over marriages in general. And it's, you know, a three string cord is not easily broken. And we have to remember that the third string in marriage is the Lord. Amen. And so if we're just, if we're just building on each other and we're just focusing on each other, that's great. That's awesome. You're going to produce fruit, but you won't have the fullness of fruit that the Lord intended if we don't include him in building, yeah, you know, and exactly seeking right. and, you know, our family's lives. And so I just think that, um, Prayer would probably be prayer and godliness, if you mm. will. But prayer, I would say, is probably one of the most important things that you can do with your spouse. Yeah. Because there's so many things that we can seek tools out for, yeah. guidance, wisdom, literal help, counseling, that the Lord can literally give you in a moment in prayer. Yes, 100%. He can manifest peace versus spending six months in counseling just trying to remove strife and get peace. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, he is the ultimate accelerator. It's not that we don't seek counseling. It's not that we don't seek mentors, but I think that prayer is such a powerful tool and it is the way that we should live our lives as married people. Yes. And a lifestyle. Of there's prayer. so many times when Brian and I have prayed, especially when we're like disgruntled with one another. Oh yeah. Like one of us would be like, we need to pray. Yeah. <laughs> And thank God, thank yes. God that we're like that, honestly, mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. there's been so many times when like, we'll be like, fine, like, I'm like, fine. And I shut my eyes like with an attitude, yes. like ready to pray. Yeah. And we pray. And at the end of the prayer, my heart is malleable. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, honey. Yeah. She usually I wasn't cries. being kind. <laughs> <laughs> like I, my tone wasn't right. <laughs> you know, I was being testy. I was being, yeah. I was, I know, I know when the Lord has touched my wife's heart, when the tears start flowing and. <laughs> not hard it's not hard in the presence of the lord but without yeah. the presence i wouldn't be very yeah i wouldn't be like that but i i would say outside of prayer mm. what else would you say for essential keys i think communication i think um disconnection comes in our lives easiest um whenever we're not communicating well uh, on things as simple as our schedules because we both have busy schedules in our lives and Ooh, it's that gives easy me for number things, two. It's easy for things yeah. to fall through the cracks with us, you know? Because we just have we both have we we have demands that are great in our lives. We have people who count on us on a weekly basis to come through for them in different areas. Yeah. That it's easy if we're not careful that we'll get the we'll just get out of hand with our schedule and you know, if, if we, if we don't communicate properly and then also communication, um, I may be going a little too deep if I am stop me or I may be going too far, but communication like of your feelings. Oh, absolutely. You know, making sure that you're communicating what your feelings, I know at the beginning of our marriage, I was not good at that, you know, <laughs> good at sharing. So I would just get real quiet when I was mad. 
for Brian in the beginning, you know, he was just very quiet and very yes. internal. And um, it was just something that we got tools. We got tools on of how yes. to process our emotions, not even yes. just talk about them, how to actually process them yeah. because harbored emotions like loneliness, shame, fear, anger, those things do things to your physical body. Yeah, that's and hopefully, true. you know, we can have um, some people on who have really helped us in that area yes. who really know what they're talking about, like in the psychology of all of it. But we've gained some practical tools of how to process our emotions with one another. And it takes four to five minutes every single day. If we choose to do it like yeah. actively, there's like an activity that we do Yeah, and it's been really helpful and really special, like yes. so special because Brian's worked so hard to give me that part of his heart. And yeah. it's really, really, really sweet. Absolutely. But I think number two for me mm -hmm. echoes what you, your sentiment, but it's work-life balance. Yeah. An essential key to having a healthy marriage yep. is work-life balance. Yes. This has to constantly be in check. Yeah. Constantly. This yeah. is like something that, this is like weeds that like grow in gardens. You're like constantly checking your garden for weeds. Constantly. Mm -hmm. Every single day. Mm -hmm. Like every day my grandma's pulling out weeds from her mm -hmm. garden. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, there's, there's seasons where as a family, you know that there is going to be a busier season. And so you prepare for the season of drought, if you will, where you're not pouring as much into your family or like one-on-one -on -one time, because maybe there's like a big project. Maybe there's like a dream opportunity that, you know, for three months, like it's just going to be intense, but through that process. And even after you've got to reel that back in mm -hmm, because mm -hmm. it's unsustainable. It's unsustainable. And this is how married people grow apart. Yeah. This is true. how, you know, wells of love get dried up. Yeah. Um, connection gets broken because, you know, this is a living, breathing relationship. Yeah. And if we're not sowing into it, if we're yeah. not taking care of it, it will die. Like this plant behind me is fake because I can't keep real plants alive. <laughs> if I'm not taking care of live plants every single day, monitoring yeah. how they're doing, their leaves will show you your wife's demeanor will show you. Yes. Like her willingness to want to be intimate with you will show you yes. how well you're stewarding, stewarding your heart. Yes. And so it's like, if you're not pouring into it regularly, if you're not like researching how to take care of a fig leaf plant, like you're not going to be able to keep it alive. We have so much going on. And I would say this is the number one issue in our marriage yeah. that we've had to keep in check. Yes. It is in check, but we have had to keep it in check. Yes. Because um, with you being gone so much and you being so busy, mm. um, we've had to fight to keep this, this a priority because circumstances easily draw you away. Oh, absolutely. And you know, man- by God's grace, man, I've come so far in this area, just being able to, because I used to be the type, like when we first got married, like, and before I got married, like I could literally work all day and yeah. all night. And when we got married, I would work all day. It I would work all night. But then, you know, Sonia gave me feedback. We communicated with one another and, you yeah. know, we prayed about it. We did yeah. all the things that we've been talking about. And um, ultimately, like, I've come to the place where it's like, usually most of the time, whenever I come home, 
I I'm done with yeah. work and I'm able to like Absolutely. I'm able to chill. There's I mean You've there are done some a fantastic nights, job. Yeah, there are some times where it's like there's things that need to be done, but by and large, the standard in our home is like when we come home, you know, we're chilling. Yeah. We're chilling. We're having a good time. We're eating dinner together. We're putting the kids to bed and then we're going to bed yeah. <laughs> after that. And so <laughs> I think that, you know, for anybody who's in that, who's in the boat where you're like, man, I am struggling with work-life balance, you know, take it one step at a time. Make one decision today to get better, you know, and that one decision may be to like, you know, whenever you put a hard stop to work. And that's not an easy thing by any means, but like work at that, start practicing that. And I promise it, it, it'll it make your relationship better. It'll make yeah. everything, it'll make your relationship with your kids better. It'll make relationship, even relationship with uh, your relationship with God, yeah. because rest is such an important thing. Absolutely. And, you know, we, we try and be intentional about having one day where we're like, where we treat as a Sabbath, where we don't do any. Yeah. And for us, it can't be every work. Sunday. It can't be every yeah, Saturday. It changes sometimes it, for we us. We have to like look at our weeks and be like, on the Monday of this week, we are having a Sabbath. Yes. But I just want to, I just have like two more things. Yes, I know please. we need to wrap up, but Come I on. have two more things. I think that community, healthy, godly community. Yeah. And especially community that has diverse uh ranges of age mm-hmm. um and maturity that's very important is really mature that's is, is really important, important because that's very important. it's like yes it's amazing if you have a bunch of friends that are in the same season of life as you are they're you know you're close to age you guys are having children around the same age like that's amazing we need that but we also need people who have gone through those seasons as well like i cannot tell you how many times i have reached out to you know, our friends who are older have more marriage, more years of marriage under their belt and their kids are like significantly older. They've gone through all these seasons that we're going through right now. Yeah. And so it's like, what do I do? How did you guys handle this? And I've been, it's been such a blessing of, to our marriage. Mm. Um, And then the second thing or the last thing I would say in like essential keys to a marriage is Honestly, systems. Yeah. We you gotta have systems. Yeah. And and systems have to be coupled with values. Yes. So sit down with your spouse. Now when you talk about systems, can you break that down a little bit? Like yes, what um, are some examples of systems that people could take away from today? Yeah. So that you need you need life? to sit down with your spouse. This is the advice that was given to us. Mm. Sit down with your spouse, write out your values. Mm. Like we value time together as a family. Yes. We value having a clean house. We va- like, what do you value? What are the must haves that you have to have in this season as yeah. a family? Yeah. You know, we value working out. We value being able to have time alone by ourselves so we can pray alone with the Lord. Yes. You know? And so then you have to create systems in your life that will accomplish those values. Yes. So for example, I value a clean house in this season Mm. because life is crazy. We're both working full time and we have two little kids. Yeah. So it's like every Tuesday, Thursday, Brian is doing the dishes before work. Yes. You know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, I am doing laundry and folding it and trying to put it away. Yes. You know, we also value like having a Sabbath, like actually having rest. So what does that mean? We have to have a system where every single month, Brian and I look at 
um, what's coming ahead. We have, we do this thing called 30, 60, 90. Mm. So we talk about what's going on this month, next month, and then, you know, 90 days out the third month. So we can properly forecast how we are going to actually spend time as a family. How are we yes. going to have date nights? So, you know, systems are that, that serve your values, I think is a really systems important that key. serve your values. Wow. Not s- values that serve your systems. Woo. Yeah. Cause you're building the systems to accomplish the values. That's exactly right. So those are our tidbits. I would love to talk more about this. This is a really amazing yeah, topic and yeah. maybe we can have some people back who have successfully over years and years and years found good systems that yeah. serve their values and, you know, found other essential keys that maybe we've not discovered yet. Agreed. Yeah. You know, this is the season finale for season one of the Growing With The Nearest podcast. And we hope that you've enjoyed, you know, these weekly podcasts and and, and we pray that they are of value to yes. your relationships, your marriage, your family, and that you've grown with us in the areas of faith, purpose, and a relationship. We will have a, a season two coming, um, and we're excited to bring you incredible guests who will help continue just to increase the value that you experience Um from this podcast and you know we're this is a living breathing thing marriage is a living breathing thing we're learning things um as we go and so we're excited to be on that journey thank y'all so much for joining us here on the growing with the nearest podcast hey we always want to remind you that the reason why we're here is because we are on a journey to learn and grow with you in the areas of faith purpose and relationships so thank you if you like this podcast and you're watching on youtube make sure you subscribe and comment on this uh, video if you're listening on apple Podcasts or spotify or any other listening platform make sure that you give us a rate that you rate us you comment um, so that more people can get access to this podcast we love you all so much and we will see you next week on the growing with the nearest podcast